Good morning. Welcome to With God at Dawn. Today we are continuing to study the Sabbath, and it is, Did the Disciples Change the Sabbath? We'll begin with prayer. Dear Jesus, please guide our study this morning. Help us to have our heart and our minds open to receive truth, no matter what it is. Thank you, Jesus. In your name we pray. Amen. Genesis chapter 2, verses 2 and 3. And on the seventh day, God ended his work, which he had made, and he rested on the seventh day from all his work, which he had made. And God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it because that in it he had rested from all his work, which God created and made. Notice it said all his work. And verse 1 talks about his work being finished, all the host of them, all the universes and planets with life. So God had made all his creation was finished with this planet. We were the last one. And then he celebrated with a rest day to commemorate it. It was the seventh day of the week that was first sanctified and set apart as the Sabbath of the Lord. Exodus 20, verses 8 to 11. verses 8 to 11. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Six days shalt thou labor and do all thy work. The seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord thy God. In it thou shalt not do any work, thou nor thy son, thy daughter, thy manservant, thy maidservant, not maidservant, or maidservant, nor thy cattle, nor thy stranger that is within thy gates. For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, the sea, and all that in them is, and he rested the seventh day. Therefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day, and he hallowed it. <laughs> it was the same seventh day that the followers of the Savior kept while he lay dead in Joseph's new tomb. Luke 23, 54-56 Luke twenty three fifty four to fifty six. And that day was the preparation, and the Sabbath drew on, and the women also which came with him from Galilee followed after and beheld the sepulchre, and how his body was laid. They returned and prepared spices and ointments, and then they rested the Sabbath day according to the commandment. So it was the same seventh day that the followers of the Savior kept while he lay in Joseph's tomb. I hope those weed eaters out there are not annoying. Um, I think they've got a crew out there cleaning the blackberries off the hill so we don't have fires. So I'll just continue on and hope that we don't hear them. Let's go to Mark 16, 1 and 2. Mark chapter 16. Verses 1 and 2. And when the Sabbath was passed, Mary Magdalena and Mary the mother of James and Salome had bought sweet spices that they might come and anoint him. And very early in the morning, the first day of the week, they came to the sepulchre at the rising of the sun. 
But as you know, everyone celebrates Sunday as Resurrection Day for Easter, right? Easter Sunday, day of the resurrection. So that was very early in the morning, the first day of the week. So we can now say the first day of the week is Sunday. Mark 16, 1 and 2. The Sabbath of the New Testament comes on the day before the first day of the week. So here we are in the New Testament, and it's still the seventh day Sabbath, still Saturday Sabbath. It comes before the first day of the week. Let's go to Luke 23. Did we already read that? I thought we... Oh, we did read it. I guess we're supposed to read it again. Well, okay, I will comply. <laughs> Uh, Luke 23, 54 to 56. I guess Dr. Luke wrote this. Luke 23, 54 to 56. That day was a preparation, and the Sabbath drew on. That was Friday. And the women also, which came with him from Galilee, followed after and beheld the sepulcher, how his body was laid. They returned and prepared spices and ointments, and they rested the Sabbath day according to the commandment. Oh, this was even after Christ's death. Now let's read Luke 24, verse 1. Now upon the first day of the week, very early in the morning, they came unto the sepulcher, bringing the spices which they had prepared, and certain others were with them. From these verses, we see that the Sabbath of the New Testament, it was the day between Friday, Preparation Day, and Sunday, the first day of the week. Let's go to Acts 13, verse 14. But when they departed from Perga, they came to Antioch and Pisidia and went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and sat down. So this was after the stoning of Stephen, after Paul, Saul became Paul. They were uh, still worshiping on Sabbath in the synagogue. Verse 15. And after the reading of the law and the prophets, the rulers of the synagogue sent unto them, saying, You men and brethren, if you have any word of exhortation for the people, say on. And verses 42 to 44 of the same chapter, 13. And when the Jews were gone out of the synagogue, the Gentiles besought that those words might be preached to them the next Sabbath. Now when the congregation was broken up, many of the Jews and religious proselytes followed Paul and Barnabas, who, speaking to them, persuaded them to continue in the grace of God. And the next Sabbath day came almost the whole city together to hear the word of God. Paul preached in Ephesus on the Sabbath day. Let's go to Acts chapter 16, verses 12 and 13. Chapter 16, verses 12 and 13. And from thence... To Philippi, which is the chief city of that part of Macedonia, and a colony. And we were in that city abiding certain days. And on the Sabbath, we went out of the city by a riverside where prayer was wont to be made. We sat down and spake unto the women which resorted thither. The work in Philippi opened with a Sabbath service. Acts 17, verse 2. And Paul, as his manner was, went in unto them, and three Sabbath days reasoned with them out of the scriptures. So he stayed for three weeks, and every Sabbath for three weeks he reasoned with them in the scriptures. The Thessalonica church had a Sabbath service. 
Let's go to Acts 18, verse 4. And 11. And he reasoned in the synagogue every Sabbath and persuaded the Jews and the Greeks. In verse 11. And he continued there a year and six months, teaching the word of God among them. So for a year and a half, he continued every Sabbath preaching. For one and a half years, he held Sabbath services in Corinth. Acts 18, verse 17. Then all the Greeks took Sosthenes, the chief ruler of the synagogue, and beat him before the judgment seat. And Gallio cared for none of those things. Oh, is that what I'm supposed to be reading? Oh, sorry. 18th. Oh, that's what I read. Uh, hmm. I'm not sure why that verse is there. Well, I'll read it and see what it says. If the apostles had not kept a seventh-day Sabbath, Paul could not have said that they had done nothing against the custom of the Jews. Oh, let's see. Uh, I don't remember what it was, but, um, 10, 17, um, okay, so there's a verse that I'm not sure that they have right here, Acts 18, 17. I think the verse that they think they have, and I would have to stop and look it up, hold on, I'm going to do that. Okay, it's supposed to be chapter 28, verse 17. And it came to pass that after three days, Paul called the chief of the Jews together. And when they were come together, he said unto them, Men and brethren, though I have committed nothing against the people or customs of our fathers, yet was I delivered prisoner from Jerusalem to the hands of the Romans. So the customs of the Jews were to keep the Sabbath. And Paul says he's done nothing against the custom of the Jews. So that's why they included that. But it was... Just so you have it for your record, it's Acts 28, verse 17. All right, Acts 15, 21. Uh, for Moses of old times hath in every city them that preach him being read in the synagogues every Sabbath day. As late as the year 52 AD, this is 21 years, this side of the cross, in every city, the scriptures were read in the synagogue every Sabbath day. This Sabbath day was the same day that had been kept from the days of Moses. Let's go to Acts chapter 13, verses 42 and 44. And when the Jews were gone out of the synagogue, the Gentiles besought that these words might be preached to them the next Sabbath. And the next Sabbath day came almost the whole city together to hear the word of God. The Jews and the believing Gentiles kept the same day for the Sabbath. There's no mention of a New Testament in the New Testament of any change of the Sabbath to the first day of the week. The disciples did not change the Sabbath. And the last reference we have is in Great Controversy, page 451. The work of Sabbath reform to be accomplished in the last days is foretold in the prophecy of Isaiah. Thus saith the Lord, keep ye judgment, do justice, for my salvation is near to come and my righteousness to be revealed. Blessed is the man that doeth this and the son of man that layeth hold on it that keepeth the Sabbath from polluting it and keepeth his hand from doing any evil. 
the sons of the stranger that join themselves to the Lord to serve him and to love the name of the Lord, to be his servants, everyone that keeps the Sabbath from polluting it and taking hold of my covenant, even them will I bring to my holy mountain and make them joyful in my house of prayer. That can be found in Isaiah 56, verses 1, 2, 6, and 7. These words apply in the Christian age as is shown by the context. The Lord God which gathered the outcasts of Israel says, Yet will I gather others to him besides those that are gathered unto him. Here is foreshadowed the gathering in of the Gentiles by the gospel, and upon those who then honor the Sabbath a blessing is pronounced. Thus the obligation of the fourth commandment extends past the crucifixion, resurrection, and ascension of Christ to the time when his servants should preach to all nations the message of glad tidings. And the final reference, Prophets and Kings, page 372. The sons of the stranger that join themselves to the Lord to serve him and to love the name of the Lord, to be his servants, everyone that keeps the Sabbath from polluting it and taking hold of my covenant, even them will I bring to my holy mountain and make them joyful in my house of prayer. Their burnt offerings and their sacrifices shall be accepted upon mine altar, for mine house shall be called an house of prayer for all people. The Lord which gathereth the outcast of Israel saith, Yet will I gather others to him besides those that are gathered unto him. So this is Isaiah yet again, 52 verse 6. And Isaiah is looking down to a time in the future when the Jews would be bringing, the Gentiles would be coming into the truth. Well, let's close with prayer, brothers and sisters, and I hope this will give you something that you can share with others and prepare you for those times that are coming when we may have to defend our faith. Uh, let's bow. Dear Jesus, I thank you for those who are here with me this morning, that we have an interest to learn and to be able to have knowledge to share with others. We thank you, Lord, for that's your purpose for us in this world. In your name we pray. Amen. All right, brothers and sisters, God bless you today. You have a wonderful day. I'll see you in the morning, tomorrow morning. We're going to study the all-encompassing question, who changed the Sabbath? <laughs> and I think you'll enjoy that. Take care. Bye-bye.